It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the Philadelphia Flyers 4, the San Jose Sharks 3 in overtime in front of a crowd of 17,562 fans at SAP Center. Here is the instant replay as to how it all happened at the Shark Tank. San Jose was hoping for a repeat performance of their most recent home game in a way to forget their last road game two nights ago in Vancouver. They got a little bit of that, but unfortunately tonight, not enough. It began well in the first period at 9 minutes and 38 seconds when Tomas Hurdle, who seems to love to play against the Flyers, would put San Jose in front 1-0. Jumping on the ice, Matt Nieto along with Hurdle. Now in back of the net, Hurdle tries in the flyer zone to center it to LeBanc. Knocked away. LeBanc tips far side in deep. Carlson to the slot. Hurdle shoots. Score! Tomas Hurdle absolutely loves to play against the Philadelphia Flyers. What a pass by Eric Carlson in deep in the left wing corner. And Hurdle picks up the goal, his 12th of the season, to put the Sharks in front. 1-0 with 10.22 left in the first. Number 12 on the season for Hurdle, Eric Carlson and Kevin LeBanc assisting. So EK65 extends his record-setting assist streak to 11 straight games. And his record-setting point streak is getting closer. He has points in 11 straight, only one away from the Sharks' all-time record of 12 consecutive contests. one nothing at this point in the first period, and everything was looking pretty good. But... That lead would not even last a minute as Travis Konechny would score his 16th goal of the season, assisted by Tony D'Angelo at 10:25, and the game was all tied at one. In the second period, the power play for the Sharks stepped to the fore as Tomas Hurdle was in the right place, and he got the pass from the right man. Carlson is in the middle at the edge of the slot, gets back to the far side, fed near side, shot, Hurdle score! Tic-tac-toe! Tomas Hurdle, a perfect tip, down low, underneath the right circle, puts it up top, gets it by Erson, and it's 2-1, to one, San Jose. Wow, what a play. Tomas Hurdle getting his second goal of the game, his 13th goal of the season. Timo Meyer and Logan Couture got credited with the assists, and so it was a Sharks 2-1 to one lead. But that would be as good as it would get, at least for a while. San Jose would continue to get lots of opportunities in the second period during the course of a power play. Konechny will try to clear here. Can't do it. Oh, how about the play by Carlson to keep it in? A turnaround tip. And now it's Barbana for the toe drag save made. Rebound hurdle throws to the net stop. And now it's Couture shooting it. And a spectacular stop by Erson as the Sharks really pouring on the coals here in the second period. They've still got a minute and eight seconds to go on the Cash Creek power play. Oh, boy, it's too bad they didn't cash in on that when Eric Carlson so calm on the play keeping the puck in with a kind of a behind-the-back play under pressure, and he put it right on the tape of a teammate. Uh, that might have been my favorite play he had all night. It didn't even record a point. Yeah, just phenomenal vision and patience. And his ability to make plays under pressure, Dan, when 
nobody in the else on in the planet right now seems to have that type of patience where you know he's under pressure his play has to be made and he waits that extra split second for the moment to arise where he can deliver the pass and that was behind the back play as he was under pressure at the blue line it could have gone out it could have been chipped by him off on a break whatever but he gets to the puck and then distributes he perfectly on a behind the back pass but th- that's the stuff he's doing right now that's just phenomenal absolutely incredible the sharks had the lead at the end of two periods of play and here is an interesting stat that the flyers were able to overcome when trailing after two periods of play this season heading into tonight the flyers had a record of one win and 13 losses but they would come back even though they were down in the third period and they would come back for a ninth time to get a victory in that scenario which is one of the better results in the entire national hockey league and things looked like there was some insurance coming the sharks way early in the third when kevin lebank stepped onto the ice in the opening minute and made it a 3-1 hockey game off the faceoff, Sharks managed to keep it in for a second, but the Flyers gobble it up and throw it up the left wing boards. It was Owen Tippett trying to chip in, lost it. Hurdle, rink wide. Here comes LeBanc. He's got some room. He moves in, shoots, star! Shoot without hesitation. Kevin LeBanc does that, and he rips it past Erson. 52 seconds into the third to give the Sharks a 3 to 1 lead. Wow, what a goal by Kevin LeBanc, his ninth of the season. That would be the high point of the night for the Sharks. Tomas Hurdle and Eric Carlson got the assists, and so Hurdle ended up with his third point of the night, two goals and one assist, and Eric Carlson's second assist of the evening gave EK65 50 points on the year in his 37th game. Only three Sharks defensemen before him have ever had 50 points in a year. Brent Burns did it six times while a Shark, most recently in 2018-19 with 83 points. Dan Boyle did it three times, and Sandus Ozilinch did it once. But Eric Carlson becomes the fourth player in Sharks history that's a defenseman to have a 50-point season. More accolades for East EK65 as well, as he continues to really run through the NHL. He has 50 points this season in 37 games. You know who the only people ever to get 50 points in 37 games uh, in in the years the Sharks have been around? Paul Coffey did it in 85-86, and Al McKinnis did it in 1990-91. But since 1985, only those two players, and now Eric Carlson, have 50 points in a team's first 37 games. You want something else? Eric Carlson now has 21 points in the month of December. That ties the Sharks' all-time record for most points in the month of December, held jointly now by Kelly Kissio from 92-93, Joe Thornton from 2005-2006, and now Eric Carlson. He's just been amazing. Yeah. I mean, just the patience he's had with the puck and his vision, finding players open. Uh, I mean, heck, he could have had another one, that slap shot pass into Timo Meyer on the redirect out yep. front. Uh, the pass to... You know, Tomas Hurdle in the back door through the seam there. The one pass that landed on his, I mean, that was an empty netter. Just couldn't get enough of it. But I mean, just phenomenal passing right now from EK65. At that point, the Sharks had a 3-1 lead very early in the third. But the Philadelphia Flyers were slowly and very steadily starting to tilt the ice in the direction of Capo Kakinen. Capo had some really good saves in this game. But the goals that he gave up near the end to cause the defeat, not necessarily his fault, but the fault of the defense in front who gave the Flyers opportunities that they probably uh, needed to work a little harder for. One of them was at 5.57 of the third period. Owen Tippett coming down the left wing. He's got a wicked shot, and he would tie the score. Actually, I'm sorry. He would make the score, the Sharks three, and 
the Flyers too. Now it's a turnover. Ferraro lost it behind the net. Cedar near side. There's a shot, and they score. That's Tippett near side. Right after Ferraro lost the puck, Tippett, a right-handed shot, has no chance for the goaltender, and it makes it a 3-2 game. Well, Tippett his 11th from Van Riemsdyk and Sealer at 5.57. And, Brett, maybe you can revisit that. Ferraro lost the puck, but LeBanc was there to make the check, and he wasn't able to finish it off. Well, the Sealer, the guy who ends up getting an assist on the play, uh, he's the guy that comes down the left wall defenseman and pinches down on Kevin LeBanc. Now, we all have our jobs, our responsibilities in this league, depending on your position. Okay? His responsibility as a winger in this league is to know when a defenseman's going to come down and pinch on you down the wall. Your job is not to lose that battle. That's your job. Your job is to get into that fight and make sure that you bite down on the mouth guard to make sure he earns that puck somehow, some way, with the ability for him to outmuscle you or somehow get that puck. He just skated down, blew right by LeBanc, and won the battle, and then goes to the net, and they end up making the play to score the goal. But that, that's a battle that you have to know is coming, and then you have to be able to be engaged in that battle. My number one key tonight, Dan, it's, it spoke directly to that. And that doesn't mean for 50 minutes or 55. That means for 60 minutes, be harder on battles is my number one key tonight. That's exactly what I'm talking about for 60 minutes. And they lose that battle, and it ends up costing them the game. Wow. 3-2 the score at that point. That was the beginning of the turnaround, which would be a huge comeback for the Flyers for a 10th time this season. It would tie up with only 2.05 remaining in the game. The Sharks were hanging in there. Kakinen made a couple of good saves, but again, the ice was tilting in his direction. And Scott Lawton positioned himself in front of the net, but Travis Konechny made the entire play work to tie the game. Face-off drop, Flyers have it. They've got the extra skater on, and D'Angelo is very dangerous one-on-one. He walks into the corner for the Flyers. Back to Konechny, the shot, score! That was tipped in front. Konechny! Again, tying the game with a clutch play. And I'm not sure who tipped it in front, but it is a 3-3 tie at 17.55 of the third. And Travis Konechny, the key to it. He sure was. Konechny finishing that great pass from D'Angelo. They got the two assists. Scott Lawton, who was in front of Annette, got the goal. His eighth of a season to force overtime. And we went to the extra session. And the San Jose Sharks found themselves in the position where they lose the face-off because they got beaten to the puck. The Flyers keep the pressure on. San Jose comes up ice. Eric Carlson loses control of it. And then a three-on-one resulted in the game-winning play. Eric Carlson moves up the ice, and then he stick handles. That was D'Angelo getting back. Maybe got a piece of it. And EK65 lost control. Hurdles, the only guy back. D'Angelo moving in. Three-on-one. It's Perbroff moving behind the net. D'Angelo shoots, and he scores! Anthony D'Angelo wins it for the Flyers in dramatic fashion at 1 minute and 10 seconds of overtime. Flyers 4, Sharks 3, San Jose gets 1 point. A stunned crowd would lead the Shark Tank on that one. D'Angelo so dead tired he could barely raise his arms in celebration for the victory. His seventh of a season, his third point of the night, by the way. Provorov and Tippett, the two key guys, getting the assist at 110 of overtime. And the Sharks lose 4-3 to three here in SAP Center. Stunned on that last one, too. I beat that one down pretty good, talking about Hurdle leaving his feet on the play. Not a smart play defensively. Um, you just don't leave your feet. I mean, you're, you're much better off, and I re- said this earlier when I was going on on a tangent on it, 
you, you, you're better off just standing in the middle of three guys trying to defend with whacking and hacking, staying on your feet. He leaves his feet so early that a guy that's not really known to make plays, Ivan Provorov, and I'm not even taking anything away from him with all due respect for Ivan Provorov, but that was a play that he just held onto it because Hurdle just went down so so early that he didn't even have to try to make the play. He just basically held onto it as he gets around now Hurdle and then throws it over to D'Angelo for a tap-in. And that's just one that you just go, wow, that just cannot happen at this level. And this is what we saw from, from Hurdle tonight from on several occasions here after midway point of this hockey game. Yeah, he had two goals, but that was a play that he's got to be better on. Final score of the Flyers for the Sharks, three in overtime. A three-game winning streak against Philadelphia is now over. The Sharks had also won three straight against the Flyers at home before tonight. But how about overtime in the Sharks-Flyers series? Four of the last seven games between these two teams have been decided in OT. And tonight, it went the Flyers' way. 4-3. to three. San Jose dropping back to 11-19-7 on the season. They have 29 points. At home, they are 4-10-6. That's a record that's going to have to improve as the season continues. The Flyers, a very big victory on the road. Their losing streak is over. They're now 12-17-7 for 31 points on the season in the Metropolitan Division of the NHL. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. 